Welcome to Rooted Light, a show that centers on the path of being human first in the divine play of life on earth. This podcast aims to explore the bridge between mysticism and what it means to be a modern day human who is devoted to full spectrum healing. I am your host, Melanie Custodio. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year. Welcome back to Rooted Light. I Today, I am not exactly sure what the theme will be about. Um, <laughs> that's not true. I feel like the general theme is going to be about the new year and about reflections on the year that has passed and sort of what I'm feeling, what sort of intentions, I guess you could say, I have for the new year. But I use intentions, the word intentions, with like a very loose way. And the reason why I hold it in a loose way is because it's not that I don't believe in goal setting and I don't believe in creating intentions. I do. I just at least in my journey, I've seen how my intentions have literally shifted as I have become clearer on where I'm at. <laughs> um, yeah, how do I elaborate on that? I guess kind of like a software update on your phone. <laughs> like I consider like me going through my life these days as like I have a certain idea of who I am and what I'm doing and then it's not that it completely changes it doesn't or sometimes it does but more often than not it's it's kind of generally the right direction but when I like and it's not like one night I get a software update and then I just am totally clear the next day on where I'm going. It happens much more gradually and like insidiously than that. Um, But the point I'm trying to make is there are just these growth phases that I go into and that, you know, has its natural cycle of like, you know, tension and contrast and then challenge and then grief and then expansion and then more awareness. And then that continues to like cycle through. And for that reason, like it's hard for me to create goals. And I'm trying to separate how much of that is because of my resistance to goal setting because of my healing perfectionist and how much of that is just trying to create more flow with how dynamic my internal world has been feeling. So let me know if any of you can relate to that. (laughs) It feels really convoluted and it feels like I don't have the best words to describe exactly what, why I feel the way I do about intentions and goals. Um, But yeah, another thing is this podcast episode does not have um, 
does not have an outline associated with it. I didn't write anything down. So it is very much off the cuff and might get a little rambly. But I'm sort of like, I don't know, I'm feeling maybe part of this new wave that I'm feeling is just, just sharing, like not having to have it look like it has a perfect theme with like a gradual climax and then like a resolution. It can just be what it is. Um, yeah. All right. So um, I wanted to go over some like basic housekeeping things. Uh, it has recently been my Rooted Light's second birthday. And I don't mean like Rooted Light as in the podcast. <laughs> the podcast is still pretty new. But Rooted Light as like me stepping into more soul-aligned, I guess you could say, entrepreneurship, which started in January of 2022. And at that point in my life, it was... I was sort of being invited by a number of people that it was time for me to really get out there and um, give give tarot readings to people. I have been giving tarot readings for, oh gosh, since I was probably 16 years old. So it's been a really long time, but I hadn't actually done it, quote unquote, professionally until early January of 2022. And the whole, a whole fucking world opened up for me when I started doing that. Um, I definitely feel as though I am many versions <clears throat> different than I was then. Uh, I don't mean that in a I'm better now than I was then. <laughs> I don't mean that at all. I made a really, really, really brave move by choosing to say, fuck it. I don't care what you like think of me. Maybe you didn't see this coming, but yes, I am psychic and I can do these things. And yeah, so it's, again, that's a little tangential, and maybe we'll get into more of that later. But I wanted to talk about how if you have had a reading with me, and you've booked readings with me in the past, I will no longer, as of right now, which I don't know how long it'll be, I won't have the same checkout software. I'm just realizing how much it costs and most people just email me or message me if they want a reading and then I'll just link them to my Venmo. And I'm also just hearing this voice to just simplify, just simplify. And I, so that, what that means essentially is if you want a reading with me, I still will, I am still offering readings. I'm also going to be restructuring the price of readings um, to give three, three, um, three tiers. 
So I was kind of, it was, my readings were a certain price. And then I have a lot of people who um, benefit from sliding scale. And so I always offered sliding scale. And um, yeah, so I, I just wanted to make it a little bit more accessible, but also a little bit more concrete for my end of things, because I, I, I also benefit from getting paid for what I do. So basically the readings from this point forward will be 45 minutes, period. There won't be like any other options. If you wanted to have a longer reading, then we can talk about that for sure. That's always on the table, but they'll just be 45 minutes and there'll be three price, three prices for that. The, the um, ideal offering would be if you could pay $77. That would be like the ideal price point if you are able to, to do that. If you have more than enough um, and you feel as though you really want to support someone else who wants a reading but can't afford maybe it's standard price, then the readings will be $99. For, for those of you who feel inclined to, to kind of pay it forward. And then for those of you are having more difficulty just accessing finances and could use a little bit of a price break, then um, you have the option of paying $55 for a reading. So you don't at this point, like, I don't exactly know what that will look like, but you just tell me where you're at and I am and I will be happy to um, help you from that point forward. Uh, another thing is if you've been in my circle, you've maybe seen that I am sort of shifting the direction of my work. I still see tremendous value in offering readings for people. And if you have had a reading with me, um, well, each reading kind of takes on its own personality. But I always like to say that don't expect like a fun, like, who am I, where am I going to travel and what, what, who am I going to marry? Or <laughs> that's not at all what my readings are like. They're a little bit more of a deep dive into what your soul wants to hear. Um, and so they're always valuable. And also I'm feeling like my skill set and my interests and I don't know, just where my soul is being called to do is to offer more uh, in-depth, more reciprocal, more, I guess you could say healing type work. And that is uh, in the form of kind of like body-based coaching, I guess you could say, um, and using 
the body as a way to get in touch with what areas, whether they're conscious or not, could use some shedding, some releasing, some processing from, from a trauma-informed approach. Um, so I'm not going to get into that too much of that right now, um, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about sort of where I'm going, and I'm always, always open to that changing. <laughs> um, cool. Oh, one other thing, actually. Expect to have more interviews in the podcast this year. Um, I The podcast will likely not ever be on a regular schedule, um, but I am really interested in connecting with other people and with their work and their perspectives. And I already have a few interviews lined up and I'm looking forward to just expanding what this podcast can be. Okay. So, yeah. How are you all feeling? <laughs> January can be such a crazy time. And it's so interesting because it's, I live in a wintry, like a, well, I guess a very cold climate in the winter. And there's just this huge contrast of all this, like, kind of frenetic, a little busy energy around kind of newness when everything feels really still and really dormant and really slow. So maybe you've you're already kind of feeling into that, but yeah, I'm just just noticing that I Like I said, I love the new, like New Year's Day is my favorite holiday. I love the reflection piece of it. I love sort of like this template that we all use collectively to like have a fresh start. And I also recognize that it's based it's not really based on nature and that the fresh start typically begins in spring. So kind of how I've been thinking about this time and how I've approached this time, not in, not deliberately by the way, but just kind of listening to my body is just like, kind of like in my mind, gently like flirting with what wants to come forward into the new year. Not in like a, I want to make this happen <laughs> or this is my theme for the new year and I'm going to claim it, but more in a curious way and more of a, what, what is here? What wants to come forth? 
kind of like a seed that is beneath the ground and is just like barely stirring inside to start to germinate. Kind of that sort of feeling is saying hello to the seed and what it wants to bring. But I've also just been doing a lot of processing over what's happened over 2023 for me personally. And I have, and I, I don't want to minimize the collective pain that's been happening around the world. And I also don't want to minimize your personal pain if you've had a really hard year. But I do want to celebrate some really amazing things that have come out of 2023 for me. And the hard part about that is that it's not always visible. <laughs> like I can't always put it into words what has changed or not necessarily change, what, what uh, fruits I have reaped from 2023. It's not tangible. And I don't know if you're like into wellness spaces, like online, and I, where they're just kind of saying like, well, I made, you know, six figures this year, or I had a 10k month or whatever it is, or I met my soulmate or I traveled to 10 different countries <laughs> or whatever it is. Like I didn't have any of that. <laughs> and also there's like this more mature version inside of me when I, and the reason I, I I'm not saying that those people are immature, by the way, I, I'm saying that a less mature version of me would feel really, I don't know, would feel like my gains or my path would pale in comparison to that path. And one of the biggest shifts I think that I've had in this year is sort of this like increased soul and spiritual maturity where I feel, I don't know, I just, I don't feel attachment to any of that. Because what I've gained from this year is just so much more subtle, but so much more beautiful. I, and a lot of that comes back to being back into my body. And I, I recognize I say that all the time. And, and I'm, and I am very sensitive to those. If you are one of, if you are this person, then you were me not that long ago of like, what does that mean? So if you feel as though you're like, I don't really understand what you mean by that, please, like, go ahead, reach out to me, <laughs> email me, message me, 
whatever, I'm happy to kind of give you my perspective on it and maybe guide you with some resources. Um, but a lot of it has been has been coming coming back to my body. And in tw back in 20 January of 2022 when I started this business I was chewed up and spit out by the system the like mainstream system the pipeline of grinding people to a pulp when you're a sensitive person I my body was actively just shutting down on me. I could not, they had some serious chronic fatigue. And my, for those of you familiar with um, sort of nervous system lingo, I was in dorsal vagal shutdown. I was essentially, essentially like a moving vegetable. <laughs> That's really harsh. I, I'm just, I'm being hyperbolic just because it's kind of, I guess, how I'm coping. But um, yeah, I wasn't at a really good place because, because of a variety of reasons that I won't get into. But a lot of it had to do with how hard I was working, how hard I was working to achieve goals, to achieve professional goals in my life to work towards building a, my savings, to work towards putting money towards retirement, to work towards um, paying off my student loan, to work towards buying a house, <laughs> like all of these things. And, um, and just like trying to be a happy functioning adult in like a new community. And all of that was just really difficult. And I was Yes, my body was basically telling me, even though I could not really understand, I remember going to the doctor and saying, like, I'm tired all the time. There must be something physically wrong with me. I thought I was sick. And they're like, you're, all your blood panels are fine. You're probably just stressed. <laughs> and I couldn't understand because I just was falling asleep all the time. And... There was just like this tiniest voice in my head that was just like, just, just step more into spiritual work. And so that's why I started doing tarot readings. And at that point in my life, I had a tremendous amount of unprocessed pain. And I still do. I mean... <laughs> Not like it's all gone. Um, but the only way for me to feel a sense of wholeness, like that there was something to create a sense of vitality in this state of where I was feeling so numb, was developing a deeper relationship with my own spirituality and so what does that mean i can think of a variety of things i was i my 
sensitivity, my awareness was growing, I think partially because of my practice, but also because of where I was at um, in my soul life cycle. Um, I was meditating a lot and reaching a lot of like transcendent like states, completely sober, just like having a lot of fun like talking to my spirit guides, downloading information about the collective, writing it down, like talking to other people about other spiritual concepts and, you know, just, just the whole thing, spending a lot of time up there in the metaphysical, in the new age. And it was, and it was the medicine for me. And Maybe it has been for you too, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I probably spent like two years just like really relishing in that space. And it wasn't a static two years. I was growing. I was growing not just in like, in like a spiritual way, but also as a person. I was like making meaningful steps forward in my life, even when, if you had asked me during it, I felt like I wasn't. Um, so it was all, it was all good. And then this year it was like, that's all beautiful. Like, I feel like my soul was like, this is all wonderful. And it's amazing to have like that embodied understanding to some degree of that there is something bigger, that there is this like vastness of intelligence and um, just like the, just the divine, like holding your hand and like helping you along. Like for me, that's what that was. And I have a tremendous level of respect for that. And this year, without having any intentions for it, it's not like I created this goal. It was just like, okay, that's great. Now, how do we bring this down to earth? How do we bring it down to earth? Like, because... I don't know about you and take everything I say with a grain of salt and filter it through your own resonance. You don't have to agree or resonate with all any, everything that I say, but a lot of the new age stuff around manifestation, around um, talking to spirit guides and um, making you know, quantum leaps or opening your Akashic records or all that stuff, which I'm not like shitting on it, by the way. <laughs> it's just that I, for me, spending too much time there can get you a little out of touch with this world here on earth. And how do you integrate? How do you take that and like bring it apply it to your life and this year has been a big 
shift in, wow, I did not realize that I was engaging in a lot of spiritual activity to avoid, like, dealing with the dishes <laughs> or um, paying that bill or making an appointment to get my car fixed. <laughs> like, all of these, like, pretty standard things. And I am not saying that that comes easy to me now. I haven't resolved that. But maybe you have sensed it too. Maybe you have been in these spaces and you can feel just like the beautiful kind of like white light of it all, this sort of like beautiful divinity of being in engaged in sort of higher states of consciousness. But then it gets a little disorienting and you're like, I don't know if I resonate with what that person said. I don't know if that's like the whole truth for me. And I don't know if any of you have seen on Netflix, there is a show, something like about twin flames. And it's really, really disturbing. Um, and it's kind of about distort. It's about a particular case of really distorted abuse. I would say abuse of using online communities to work with New Age teachings. And I think that's a pretty extreme example. But it's not to say that that doesn't exist in other places. Like I'm sure that is everywhere online. And um, I just, it, it is an example to me of how ungrounded some of this stuff can be. And when you are kind of on the new age tour bus of like trying different things out and learning and expanding your awareness, if there isn't like, enough grounding if you aren't staying committed and grounded to your life and who you are and dare i say your ego and your personal preferences which are valid because you're a human <laughs> you it, it can get really easy to get swept away by something that's not even yours um and sort of like looping into avoiding your pain. Uh, so I, I think there are going to be more and more <laughs> um, whistleblowers out there and probably Netflix shows about this type of, of work of like spiritual quote unquote work that goes bad, that goes awry and deeply hurts people and harms people. And I really do feel like a huge part of the remedy for that is for people to become, to learn. It's hard to do because I, it's that you can't do it in a vacuum. I don't think you can definitely make big strides on your own through using journaling and 
other forms of shadow work, but I do think we heal in community. And I think that a lot of times we do need someone that we trust and that we feel safe with to kind of mirror back some of our own shit so that we can get a firmer idea of who we are and the the patterns that we hold and um, not just from a cognitive level but from like a physical level Um, and what i mean by that is oftentimes if i'm presented with a choice or an idea it's very, very easy for me to be like, on paper, all of this seems like a yes. And then I can feel just like my body just being like, I don't know, like there is something here that it's, it's not feeling like resistance, which by the way, feels completely different. Resistance, just because I know that about my body, this just feels like a neutral, no, I don't think that's for me. Um, and there's a difference there. There's a difference there. Ooh, that was a really long tangent. And so I guess the point I'm trying to make is I'm, I love esoteric shit. And I love learning the intersectionality of different religions and mysticism. And that's like a huge part of what this podcast <laughs> was supposed to be about and I feel like it's kind of leaned more on like humanistic like psychology with a little bit of sprinkling of kind of shitting on spiritual concepts which wasn't my intention and we'll see like where that goes Um, but I do love the esoteric and I spent a good chapter of my life there And I will probably revisit it once I have devoted enough time and energy into this phase, which is about getting back down and getting grounded. Um, And I'm looking forward to, um, I'm looking forward to being in a place where I can easefully integrate both without like pendulum swinging, pendulating one, one way or the other. But I don't know if I'm quite there yet. I, I, that's not to say that I won't try to like sprinkle in more of different flavors into this podcast at all. It's just, yeah, kind of like where I'm at now. So on like a less kind of nebulous way. What did I do in 2023? Um, I did brave shit. I made new friends, which was a huge thing for me. Like I, I struggle with making like, just like, kind of like those the friends that you just feel like you can deepen more into yourself with. And I made some new ones and that was really fun. And I, I sense this 
new eagerness that since doing that, I just, I want to show up to people. I would say more so women. I just want to show up to like women and just be like, hey, I see what you're doing is really fucking cool. And I love to hang out sometimes. <laughs> I, it's just, there's just more eagerness there. I did travel to the West Coast and was able to see new landscapes and connect with different land, which was so, so nourishing in a way that I didn't expect. I had my first and first psilocybin journey and came out of that with such profound insight and so deeply moved as a person, but in this very grounded way, in a very grounded way, in a very held way. I took a risk on leaving quote-unquote full-time work. It technically wasn't full-time, but I basically was working full-time. And in around, I would say, March, I stepped away from having contracted hours and just picking up shifts. And it has been an interesting roller coaster. I, I think overall it's been good. It's been, no, it's definitely been good. And it's also been um, bringing up a lot of uh, stuff for me. I have done a lot of recovery with um, some of my chronic burnout and my dysregulated nervous system. Just yeah, just so I feel like almost that deserves its own podcast because I don't feel like I don't I just feel like that needs more elaboration on. I've been really inspired by so many people. I feel so blessed to have just these really wise people, but specifically women who live in my little like community here in Vermont where it's quite rural and I've met some beautiful older just like incredibly wise women who I'm learning from and gosh I'm just humbled by the work that people do And for 2024, I'm just feeling this call to continue to fearlessly share my voice, which is something that I, I struggle with, like I struggle with so much. If you haven't noticed, I've probably talked about my resistance to recording podcast episodes like all the time. And when I chose to start a podcast, it was because I was hearing, I was hearing it's, you, you need to do a podcast because you need to start to talk and you need to start to share your voice. And 
I think I've made a lot of growth in that. And I think there is so, so much more. I really want to authentically build other people up. I, when I think of times in my life where I was on shaky ground, when I didn't quite know, um, when I didn't quite know if I was onto something, when I mean onto something, I mean like, is this, does this, is this good? Is this like worthy? Is this, you know, that sort of feeling? Those people, some of them weren't even close to me. Some of the people I don't know well at all, but having that, somebody tell me, that had an impact on me. What you're doing matters. This is so good. <laughs> and anything of that nature, if you have done that for me, you have changed the trajectory of my life. And I don't mean that. I, I'm, I, what I'm saying is, I, my whole body is behind saying that. You have changed the trajectory of my life if you have affirmed me, if you have told me that I have value. Because the number of times where I could have stayed safe and I could have stayed kind of doing things in ways that were not giving me joy and I did not know I could ha had more to offer and to have people come into my life, whether I knew them well or not, and tell me that I, I had something of value, I needed that. And I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it were not for those people. So I really want to continue. I want to be that for others. I want to show people i want to tell people affirm them that 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 their voice matters that what they said was really had an impact on me because i could just as easily help change the trajectory of someone else's life connection first is going to be a huge thing for 2024 now that i've gotten a better taste of what it's like to be in face-to-face -face community and to like be physically attuned to other people. I just, I, I crave that deeply and I wanna continue to foster that. And that's also connected to the building other people up. And I also believe that you can make really meaningful connection with people non-physically online as well. Um, for this stage in my life, though, I'm feeling the pull towards engaging more face-to-face, -face, but it'll be both. It'll be with any of you who are non-local to me, too. And continuing to be more gentle with myself, I, oh, you know what? I almost want to amend that a little bit because I feel like 
feel like I've been real gentle with myself over the last six months. And I still think that I am here to be gentle with myself, probably through the winter and maybe even some of the spring. But I think the next phase for me is learning to be gentle with myself and also be able to um, gently nudge myself into doing things that may feel hard. <laughs> um, yeah, and to just treat my physical body with more care. Um, to me, that is, and I recognize this is different for every person and every person's journey and where they're at. But for me and where I'm at right now, I actually put on pause like my regular gym membership because if you know me, you know I have a history of weightlifting and I have like an on again, off again relationship with it. And that felt extremely liberating. <laughs> it was like going to be January 1st and I email my gym and I'm just like, I'm putting my membership on hold. It felt very rebellious and really fun, but that's not why I did that. I did that because, I don't know, it just felt like an important thing to do for me. And I just, I wanna do slower forms of movement, um, more like, just like yoga and um, just more embodied, I guess, movement, more things that will help kind of still mobilize my nervous system, but not necessarily put me into like a hyper aroused state. And yeah, so that's where I'm at. And those are like my intentions, but they're like not intentions at the same time. I don't, and I feel like goal setting in some spaces gets a lot of shit. And I, and I'm not saying I'm not going to be creating goals. I just think that the goal creation needs to come a little bit later. Once I start to see the seed germinate. And then I feel like maybe I can start leaning into goals. But for right now, I'm just hanging. I'm enjoying myself. I'm taking care of myself. I'm in a dreamy state. I'm dreaming up what this podcast and what connections I can make here. And dreaming up what sort of things I want to learn more about and where this little business of mine is taking me. Alrighty, friends. Well, it's been a pleasure as always. And if you could, uh, what are the things? Give me a rating, <laughs> give me a rating, uh, subscribe, like, I don't know, do all those things. That would be really lovely. But most importantly, if you could just like connect, say, hey, that was, that was a real, I deeply resonate with that, or I'm struggling with that, or 
you know, I had a question on what you were sharing because that, that, you know, opened up a whole different sort of thing for me. Then please, please do that. I invite all conversation. Um, yeah. All right. I love you all and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.